there is an indefinable, mysterious power that pervades everything. That power that can make a way out of nowhere. Today, the world, in the world, is so much suffering because of that one of prayer. Live from New York, this is The Prayer Revolution. My name is Doyal, and I'm here with my good friend, Vera. And we are here. This, you know, today's a special day. Um, today's a special day. And for multiple reasons. One of the reasons it's a special day is because it's Mother's Day. So we get to appreciate all the mothers in the world. And it's also episode 50. Episode 50 day. This is our 50th episode. We've been doing this for 50 days straight. At least that's what they tell me. And it's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> that's my, I can't even believe that. That's, that's I crazy. I haven't done anything for 50 days straight other than breathe. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, it's pretty, pretty incredible. If you were to tell me, hey, I want you to do a podcast every single day for 50 days and don't stop, I, I wouldn't think it would happen, but we're just, we're cruising. We're doing it. 100, 100 day challenge. Shout out to Rukmini. 100, yeah, it's our, it, this is our official 100 day challenge. <laughs> so, um, but anyways, we're, we're really glad and grateful to be here. If you're new and tuning in for the first time, we do this every morning. We take a moment out of our day to pray and reflect upon what it means to live a life of prayer. Um, living a life of prayer means to invite at every moment um, divine consciousness and divine will and divine guidance into our life um, to remind us our divine connection. Um, and so uh, Veer Bhadra leads us in a morning prayer and then we talk about it and then we go about our day. That's what we do. That's what we do. That's what we do. So, and thank you all for tuning in. We've got people tuning in on Instagram. We've got people tuning in and we have a live Zoom chat, live Zoom board. If you want to get on our live Zoom board, please write to us at prayerrevolution at buckycenter.org. And um, we would love to get you the passcode and the, I don't even know if we have a passcode. We should get a passcode for our Zoom account. No, we don't. Yeah, we need to get a passcode. All right, Brent, put that on the notes. We need to get a passcode. Okay. All right, Vera, let's hear from you. Yeah, grateful to be with you guys. Uh, happy Sunday to all of my friends out there. I hope that uh, this day meets you well. I had a powerful one-day retreat yesterday. I got to tune in for a good amount of it and, and hearing feedback. Doyal has been receiving from different people participating. And just a day immersed in, in hearing spiritual truth from amazing, amazing uh, teachers and leaders and experiencing meditations and experiencing uh, sacred wisdom and really uh, able to nourish our soul, our hearts and souls through that one day retreat yesterday. So big shout out to Doyal. Thank you, sir, for coordinating and organizing everything and, and uh, for everybody that participated and gave their hearts and gave all their energy, all the teachers and everybody that came on to listen as well. Super grateful. And Today, I'm, I'm feeling very, very grateful. I, I've been kind of in a meditation, just reflecting on all the mothers in my life. There's so many that it's, um, it's hard to, to really express fully the gratitude that I have in my heart toward, toward each mother that's touched my, touched my heart and soul. So this is uh, a prayer today that I'll be dedicating to our mothers. And for all of us that are tuning in right now, we're going to take a moment to pause. We're going to pause looking through our eyes and we're going to pause moving through our bodies and we are going to find just a, a, a seat of stillness and to connect to our breaths to connect to the present moment 
There's nowhere that you have to be, but right here, right now, in this moment. Can set an intention. What is it that you're seeking in your life? What is it that you're looking to express more of from your heart? Placing that intention, you can just repeat it just like a phrase. I'm seeking love in each moment. I'm seeking to give appreciation, gratitude, encouragement to each person in my life that I meet. Whatever that may be, just state that like an intention in your own heart. We're watering that intention with this prayer, with this time together this morning. Investing in those qualities, awakening those qualities in our own hearts, the nature of our soul. Oh, Divine Mother, it is said that your love for us is unconditional. A love that is always there for us, no matter what we do or don't do in life. Through the energy of your compassion, we grow in spiritual life like a child naturally grows and matures with the love of their mother. Your quality of pure, unconditional love is found in loving, selfless, goddess-like mothers of this world. It is said that the closest example we have that illustrates your pure, unconditional love is the love between a mother and her child. Today, let us celebrate our mothers, and in doing so, celebrate all that is sacred in this world. Let us aspire to love God and one another, just like a pure-hearted mother for her child. I thank my mother for giving me life, for giving me love. I thank Diana, my beautiful wife, for her selfless example of what it means to love. And I thank all mothers, those of you that are tuning in right now, those of you that have mothers, all the mothers in this world, this prayer is dedicated to you. I pray that all mothers in the world smile today and feel the selfless love they've shared returned a millionfold. We are built off the fabric of love in our life, the love that we have received through our divine mothers, these goddesses in our life. Through that love, we are who we are today. So with gratitude, with thanks, we pray that every mother can feel that love returned. They've given their life selflessly, struggling to provide challenging moments, doing it with a, a heart full of gratitude. So many challenges, so many struggles in raising a child and sharing that motherly love. We pray that they feel reciprocation today on Mother's Day and every single day of their life. The love that they give, that they will receive a millionfold. Thank you, mothers. Thank you. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Thank you, Veer. Thank you, Doriao. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, guys. Thank you, mamas. 
I was thinking about my, my mom when I was, I was sharing this. I was thinking about a lot of different mothers that have touched my, my life and have been mothers to me in my life. And, and I was thinking about, you know, think about Diana. Think about, think about like the, the amount of, man, you know, being a mom is not easy. I don't have the practical experience, but I just, just thinking about the stories that I've heard and my mom has told me and that I've seen Diana and, you know, it really is, um, it's selfless. You know, it's really selfless just when it comes down to it. And, uh, and I, I just am kind of like in awe and reverence when I, when I think of the, the love that I see Deanna pouring into Vera, or I think of like the love that my mom consistently shared with me in my life, even though she was struggling with so many things in her life, she's a single mother, we were in poverty. There was, you know, it was like, there were always the pressures of finances and, does, you know, does she have the right role models, the right people around the kids? And she's working just to keep food on the table and, and just pouring her heart out every single day, pouring her heart out with love. And so just that pain and that anguish and the, the difficulties that so many mothers face in this world. And yet they just keep loving, you know, they just keep loving. And it's, it's, it's really, um, it's really mind blowing to me. And, and something that uh, it's just, it's, I, I'm inspired to one day love like a mother. Love, love, do love you. Love, love our community members. Love our teachers. Love our friends. Love the people that we meet as we walk through this world. To love them without conditions, not because of something that they've done or they haven't done, but just that that's that is the baseline of our relationship is a selfless and unconditional love. And so I'm inspired. I feel inspired this morning to um, to be more in that state of consciousness. You know, to work toward that. And, and it's a, a work in progress for a young, restless dude like myself. Um, but I feel, yeah, I feel encouraged. And I, I want to just, I want to, I want to say a prayer to mothers every single day in my heart, you know, because it just brings me to such a special place. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you. I, I think that um, it's a very special and also interesting day that, um, my, you know, I was, I was reminded um, many years ago, I was living in an ashram. There was a monk that I was serving with. He was a little older than me, kind of like a, like a mentor. Like um, I served under him, like under his wing a little bit. And mm. uh, we would do, uh, we did a lot of service here. We did a lot of like um, community outreach programs at Columbia University and colleges in New York City. We would do cooking classes and meditation classes and basically, you know, just like caring for all of these, all of these students. And, um, you know, there kind of comes a point in your life as, as like a young monk where you're just kind of like, it's just sheer enthusiasm, just like pushing you through, you know what I mean? Like you're just like a young buck and you're in your late teens or early twenties. And like, this is great. Woo. Yeah. Whatever it is, you know? And then at a certain point you get towards like your late twenties and your early thirties and you're wondering like, Oh, you're hitting that like maturing phases of life. And you're like, okay, what is, what is my life really looking like? You know what I mean? And, and what's the rest of my life going to look like? So he was kind of reaching this point and he, and he asked, um, you know, he started asking like, what's, what's my purpose in life? And not, I mean, even within a spiritual context, what's my service? Am I just going to be running around just doing things here and there? Or am I actually going to have like a focus in my life? And, and when, 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 when you're not a monk, it's kind of like that life gives that to you, whether it's like you start a family or you get married or you have a career or et cetera. 
And so he asked that question to Radha Swami, and he said, he said, there's, there's, there comes a point in every man's life, and we're talking about men and fathers here, particularly within our context, but I think it relates to mothers also. He says, there comes a point in every man's life where he has, feels the need to become a father. And he said that that feeling or that need can be satisfied in different ways. And he said, one is that you can actually have physical, biological children. And he said, or you can become, you can have a father by caring for people spiritually and start to grow and develop community. You know what I mean? So he was saying like in your service of caring for these students and caring for these people, like you're exhibiting, you're, you're exercising that fatherly quality, mm -hmm. you know? And so he was saying, but to recognize that even within us, that, 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 that energy of parenthood or that energy of caring, whether it's fatherhood or motherhood can get expressed um, but it's not always necessarily a biological relationship because mm -hmm. um, you were saying that the many mothers in my life. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, there, there's so many people who, um, you know, it's, it's also, you know, I, I'm always kind of like a look under the rug kind of person, you know what I mean? And so like on days like this, I always think of like, you know, like I, I have a, I have a, I have a friend who um, I posted this last year on Valentine's day. Um, I have a friend who I grew up also in the ashram with when I was my very, very early, early ashram days when I was living in Laguna Beach. And he was a, a monk with me in the ashram. And it was Christmas. And Christmas at the temple was always a quiet day. Um, and uh, sometimes people would just go and, and visit their families. We never had like any formal celebration at the temple or, you know, you, and you, you would sometimes get uh, like Indian families coming, like not knowing what to do on this day and coming to see, visit the temple. And, um, and he was alone, my good, good friend, his name was Jeremiah. And um, God bless his soul, he ended up passing away at some point due to an accident. But um, he said, uh, he said, Christmas always reminds me of poverty. Because you know, he grew up homeless, actually, he grew up homeless, but he was a sweet, sweet guy. And so he remembers looking around into the world and seeing these people and almost kind of like looking at, looking at the glass, you know, on the inside of the shop and seeing people celebrate with their families or if you're next to all these people celebrating this holiday. But he's like, for me, I was always created like loneliness and isolation. And so I was thinking of this even today on Mother's Day where, you know, it's a beautiful day of celebration. At the same time, the idea of mothers can be a conflicting feeling for a lot of people, depending upon the relationship we have with our mothers or our children or et cetera. And so I think that where I'm going with all of it is that, that, um, that we can experience and we can express that principle of motherhood. We can receive that principle of motherhood and we can express that experience of motherhood in different ways. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to necessarily be from a biological mother in our life or biological child in our life. It doesn't even have to necessarily be from a female, you know? And so I feel like there, there are people in, in, in our lives and finding that principle of motherhood expressed and receive, how am I receiving that principle of motherhood in my life? Mm -hmm. And also how do I express that principle of motherhood in my life? Mm -hmm. um, even, even amidst my own um, um, unique circumstances mm -hmm. of how I've gone about family in my life, whether I'm married or not married, have children, not children, single or not single, etc. cetera. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I was just, I was thinking about that and I wanted to put that out there for everybody because I feel like, you know, like when I think of, I, th I think of you when I think of mothers, Vera, you're like a mother in my life, you know, 
the sweetheart and nurturing qualities. Mm. So, uh, you know, I think, I think of, I think of my wife who, you know, we don't have children or we, we don't have any plan to have children. Um, but, uh, I can see, you know, we have a dog and she's, she's a great pup mom, you know, mm. and that little pup follows her around like a little duckling, you know, mm -hmm. I get jealous. I get jealous sometimes, honestly, doing like she, she gets, we're in the living room. She gets up and leaves the living room. He gets up and follows her. I get up and leave the living room. He goes back to sleep. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, um, she's, uh, but he, she's, loves, I mean, he loves us both, but it's like, she's, you can tell, you can tell she's the mama and she, and you can tell it's, it's, I don't blame him for it because the love she pours out to him is, is, I just feel it. I just feel like it's just like pouring out in a, in a different way than even when I'm able to express or convey. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know what I mean? So I see like, wow, that, that love of a, of, of a mother, she may never be a mother to a human child, but she's expressing that little pup and she's expressing mm -hmm. it to, um, there's so many things about, you know, uh, my wife expressing that, you know, she, she, she decided yesterday she wants to write a book. She's going to write a book on feminism and, uh, <laughs> and wants to, wants to speak out for all of the, uh, the, uh, um, uh, speak out for, for women's rights and justice. And so it's like her, her way of expressing love and care. So, you know, express in different ways. Anyways, those are, that's just my rambling thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's beautiful. I, it's, it's reminding me of a, a story, my mom, when I was, I was just a little guy, it's probably like, you know, probably like seven years old, eight years old, something in that range, somewhere around that range. And, and my, my father had, um, my father and my mother had separated when I was about four. And, yeah. you know, so some, somewhere in that six, six years old, seven years old. And, um, and so my mom was a single mother for probably about five years, like about five years. And in that time, I remember her really struggling to take care of my brother and I. Like it was, it was, it was a, it was a real struggle to have childcare and school and food and you know just the whole thing. It was like a, it was a real. I saw her struggle a lot with that. And and um, and I remember her because um, we we were living in a community. We were living in a in a. Uh, yoga community in East Dallas, where there were a lot of um, practitioners of bhakti yoga that were, were like a fat, like a bigger family, you know, and kind of looking out for each other. And I remember there were so many other families that really had that motherly, fatherly love to my brother and I. And they would invite us over for meals. And they, they just knew, they knew my mom was struggling and it, was, it wasn't easy. And so there was a lot of support. And I remember my mom, you know, because I always felt like a little bit like, oh, like, my mom, like my, I, I, I eat my mom's food, you know? And, and she was like, and I remember just somehow or other, we were kind of talking about that. And she said, she said, yes. She said, I'm your mother. She's like, yes, I'm your mother. And also like all of these mothers, like they're my sisters, you know, and, and they're your mothers too. Right. And I remember that as a kid, I literally remember like, I, it was like, it was like, oh yeah these are all my mothers too. And I literally from that age, like it didn't matter whose mom it was. They were my mom too. Like all my friends' moms became my mom too. Like I just brought that energy into whatever relationship with somebody who had that nurturing quality or would like, like to cook a meal. And I just, I had this like, you know, I wanted that mother to feel loved and encouraged because I just saw how much my mom struggled. And, and so it, it just opened this whole universe for me. It opened this whole reality. And really, I feel like from that age, you know, that I was able to embrace like the world as my family. 
my mother gave me that gift that was like, I was, I, I literally like, it was like, it was like, I got an upgrade of consciousness. She was like, boop, here's a blessing kid. You've got, you know, 3 billion moms in the world. You know, I was like, whoa, I have 3 billion moms, you know? And, uh, and that, you know, as you were talking about it too, you know, just being able to recognize that, that, you know, recognize that motherly love, that motherly affection in every, it, it's available, right? It's available for mm. us in so many different ways, including mother earth, right? Our dear mother, our dear mother earth. She's just giving, she gives everything. My God, just like, like a, a, if you ever see like a mama pig, she's got like, you know, a dozen piglets and they're just like, oh, like drink, 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 drink. And the pig's just like, ah, you know, like just giving, like, you know, it's like the surrender, like giving herself, giving her blood practically to her little piglets or, you know, human, human parents also. And uh, literally giving the blood, giving the life force to give life. And, mm. and so we see mother earth and you know, how she is, constantly giving and, and there's just so much to learn just meditating you know whether we're looking at mother earth or we're looking at the qualities of a mother we're looking at the qualities of divine mother you know god mm. as a divine mother yeah we're able to start to invoke that same mood of compassion that same mood of giving that let my life let it be given in service you know it's not it's not about me just accumulating for myself and money and this and security and safety and this. It's that I'm not going to experience fulfillment. I'm not going to experience it there. But when we look at the examples of mother in all these different ways, we see it's this giving. It's this quality of compassion. It's this quality of another before the self. It's this amazing quality of selflessness and, and unconditional love that, that, is, uh, that is moving us closer and closer to that pure spiritual love which is the nature of our soul so mm. that's kind of you know just taken off from what you were sharing yeah like how, how i want to see through those glasses every day i want to see through the glasses of a a pure loving mother and, and live my life as much as i can and, and that compassion that giving and that service yeah there was um when i was in gev this this past january over to echo village on um with with Raghunath and his uh his super soul academy um, Gauravani, Gauravani was there at the very end of it and uh, they were doing their live broadcasts of their podcasts every, uh, we would do it in the evening so we would broadcast in the morning um, in America um, and Gauravani was a guest one morning and he spoke about this idea of guru this idea of teacher and he said there's, 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 there's this idea of guru tattva tattva means truth this idea of, this idea of like spiritual truth that is held by a person at various times. It's like this, 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 this embodiment of truth and the qualities of truth that's held by different people at different times. And then with those people who are holding that truth, we accept them as, or we, we refer to them as guru or as teacher. But sometimes that person may hold the truth for a period of time and then they may not. You know, or they may hold a particular truth or they may stumble, or they may struggle, or they, may, they, may, they may have some, some failing in their life we can separate that individual person from the actual truth that they're holding and that it doesn't taint the, the purity or the, um, the, 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 the reality of that truth itself. It's just that we may, we may hold this, we're, we're containers or vessels for this truth at various times. Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of relating that into a sense of, um, um, into motherhood also, that there is this, there's this idea, there's this, there's a, there's a divine mother. 
there's an embodiment of motherly qualities that it's expressed through Mother Earth. It is expressed in the Divine Mother of Sri Radha. It's mm. expressed in, in, in the Divine Motherly qualities of even our biological mother. But our, our biological mothers or the mothers in this world may hold that truth at various times, and then they may stumble and fall in their personal life because you were talking about your own, your own mother mm. was like mm -hmm. struggling to hold that in, in completion. And she said, you know what? Like this, this truth of motherhood is shared by all of these people. We're holding it together. And mm -hmm. you can find that in different places. And so I was thinking of that, of, of wherever we find it, whatever vessel is holding it at a particular time, it may be a, a, a particular person, maybe, and it may be, it may not be. Um, mm -hmm. But for us to like, to, to seek out what is, where, where is, where is the divine mother speaking to me and holding me in my life? Mm -hmm. And I, I find that to be a, um, Radha Swami said yesterday, I think that somebody wrote it down in their notes in the one day retreat, saw it posted on Instagram, seek and you shall find. Mm. You know, seek and you, you shall find. Mm -hmm. And so on Mother's Day, when it may be the case that some of us are, are, are thinking about the beautiful experiences we've had with our mother or this, or we may be experiencing a loss or a strain or difficulty, mm -hmm. we can seek beyond and be like, oh, that this divine truth of motherhood the Divine mm -hmm. Mother is speaking to me through different people in different ways. Let mm -hmm. me seek and hear that voice. And let, and let me also, to the extent that I'm able, be a vessel for that mm -hmm. to others. Whether it be my biological children or whether it be the people around me, whether it be my community, but like, let me seek out and find those Divine Motherly qualities that exist in, eterni in eternality. Mm -hmm. and seek them and be a vessel for them. Mm -hmm. yeah let it be not my material dis distinctions get in the way of it yeah it's beautiful though i love it i love how you're weaving that in and i'm just thinking of let it be a day of healing you know let it be a day of healing i remember yeah my, totally. remember my brother talking you know we we had a a, a bros trip a couple years back we were in and we went to boulder colorado and we're hiking and you know just just spending some amazing quality time together one of the most healing experiences i've had in my life and and we were at this, uh, the Shembe tea house with this old kind of like ancient tea house. And it was just very, just, uh, we kind of went into a vortex of talking about our, up, our upbringing. And he said, do you remember that one time that mom, you know, that uh, her, and, her and grandma got in a big fight and, uh, and we drove out to Arkansas from Dallas. We drove out to see our grandma for 4th of July and she wouldn't let, she wouldn't let us come to the house because she was so angry at my mom. And, and that mom didn't have enough money to get a hotel and didn't have enough money to put money to put gas in the car to drive back home five, six hours back to Dallas. So we were just in a church parking lot sleeping in the car. And, and we were we were so hungry that we couldn't sleep and that we're little kids and we're waking and, and, and we're waking my mom up and we're saying, we're saying, Mommy, we're hungry. And, and, and all she can do, all she can do is say, it's okay, baby. It's okay, baby. And then finally, uh, I mean, it, it was just like, I, I'm in this tea house. I'm like, I'm like bawling, you know, like, I don't remember what my mom went through. I have no idea what my mother was going through. I have no idea her heart. I couldn't imagine a mother going through that. Like the heart just being squeezed, you know, every part of it, your son, your, your, your baby's asking for food. How many mothers in the world are, are in that experience right now? There's so many mothers. That are having that experience and worse, you know, and, and 
And so, you know, just thinking about that and just, you know, it, what it did for me was like, oh my God, it healed my heart. You know, maybe some of the things that I, some of the things, negative things I may have carried consciously or unconsciously toward my mother, that, you know, my prayer, my, my, my prayer on this day is that we've all struggled and we will struggle in this life. We're coming in with certain, you know, challenges that we have to face in this life. And some of them are, are, are bone crushing. Some of them are really, you know, beyond our capacity. And, and so let this be a day of healing that, you know, whether we've had the most beautiful relationships with mothers or not to, uh, for our own hearts, for us to find gratitude, for us to find healing, for us to find forgiveness in our hearts and for us to celebrate, you know, to, to see the, see the good, see whatever good that we possibly can find and let it be a day of healing, you know, let it be that, that, that experience for all of us today and for all mothers that are carrying grief and carrying, you know, uh, resentment or that are carrying, you know, um, feeling ashamed or feeling, you know, uh, that they did a poor job as a mother at any point in their life. Let that be healed. You know, let us feel that healing in our hearts right now and, and, and uh, know that we're moving toward a, a higher love and yeah. And that, that we can appreciate, we can be grateful, and that we can forgive in, in this day, and celebrate, celebrate that divine quality of of our beloved mother, our beloved Lord. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, we appreciate it so much. Yeah. Love you, love to all the mothers. Let it be a day of healing, let it be a day of celebration, whether those are tears of joy, tears of sadness that we haven't felt yet, let those tears flow. Let them wash over our hearts and let us find that more unconditional love that is there. It's there inside of our hearts and so much pain and so many experiences can cover it up. But underneath it is, is a, a courageous warrior in each one of our hearts that is able to love like a pure mother in every single moment of our existence. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Doyao. Thank you, everybody. Thank you to all of our mothers out there. We're with you, we're praying, we're smiling at you right now, we're celebrating you, we're lifting you up on our shoulders in celebration and love. And thank you all so much for tuning in and joining us. We love seeing you guys all every single day. Thank you for all the live Zoomers tuning in. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, please, and you want to tune into our little live Zoom group, you can write to us at Prayer Revolution at bhaktisenter.org. We get you the Zoom link. Thank you for all the Insta-livers. Um, if you haven't already, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Write us a review. We'd love to hear from you. And as always, write us your feedback. Write us your questions. Write us how you're feeling about things. We always love to hear from you. Um, and you can, as always, tune into bhaktisenter.org slash online to get our other online offerings and stay in touch. We'd love to connect with you more and more. So be well, stay well, and thank you all so much. Have a beautiful day, Hari. Thanks so much, Nicole, good to see you. Bryn, thanks so much, Bryn, for being here. Julie, good to see you guys.